The Nations United Against Israel, the Controversy of Zion. Israel's national birth is completely unique and an absolute miracle. This year marks the 75th anniversary since Israel's birth in 1948. As far as nations go, that is not a long time. It's only 78 years since the end of World War II in Europe and the surrender of Germany on May 8, 1945. Before that date, the Jewish people in Europe were being exterminated in the Nazi death camps, the most organized and documented genocide ever. Before the Jewish people were regathered to their ancient homeland, they were dispersed in over 100 different countries speaking over 80 different languages. When the State of Israel was proclaimed in 1948, five established and well-equipped Arab armies immediately invaded the newborn country. In another miracle, Israel survived this onslaught. How they came to form a nation from the ashes of the Holocaust against all odds is truly a stunning miracle. Israel has also become one of the more advanced nations in the world, producing many advancements and inven inventions in science, medicine, technology, and national defense. The architects of modern Israel envisioned a nation like the other nations of the world, which would normalize the Jewish people. The envisioned nation was to solve the problems of centuries of persecution, which the Jewish people had endured. God had other plans. As has been shown by the recent election in Israel, Israel is a nation which, in contrast to all other Western nations, is becoming more religious. Israel is a nation which is going in the opposite direction to the United States, the UK, the European nations, Australia, New Zealand, and many others, which are all becoming more and more secular and humanist. In today's world, this makes Israel very unique. Back in 1988, the Christadelphian writer Graham Pierce had noticed the beginnings of this trend in the well-circulated Milestones to the Kingdom yearly publication. He made this comment, It surely can be regarded as a movement in the right direction, rather like the nonconformist movements of a century and more ago in this country. It can be a preliminary preparing of the ground for the work of Elijah. Since 1988, this development has continued to develop, so much so that Israel currently has its most religious government ever, a major political earthquake in Israel, which has already had repercussions all around the world. The state of Israel has not normalized the Jewish people, nor made them a nation of the same character as the other nations of the world. Israel has and continues to be a controversial nation. This is also a fulfillment of Bible prophecy. The Christadelphian author, John Thomas, understood this in 1868. That is 155 years ago and 80 years before the state of Israel was established. Writing the book, now known as Exposition of Daniel, John Thomas commented on the time of the return of Christ. He wrote, The time, however, fast approaches, and the nearer it arrives, the more important do all questions become, bearing upon Judah's land and Zion, the city of their king. This is pretty incredible that someone 150 years ago could understand from the Bible that the closer we are to the return of the Lord Jesus Christ, the more important will be the issue of Judah's land and Zion or the city of Jerusalem.
John Thomas's understanding came from a careful reading and study of the Hebrew prophets, writing about 2,500 years ago. It is not a surprise, then, when this week it was reported by the Times of Israel and Israel National News that in 2022 the United Nations had condemned Israel more than all other countries of the world combined in 2022. That's correct. The United Nations General Assembly passed more resolutions critical of Israel than all other nations combined in 2022. The General Assembly approved 15 anti-Israel resolutions last year, versus 13 resolutions criticizing other countries. In a year when Russia invaded Ukraine, when North Korea was launching missiles, when China seemed on the verge of invading Taiwan, when Iran was executing protesters sponsoring terrorism and threatening to destroy Israel, the world was obsessed with little Israel. Just to emphasize the point, Hillel Neuer of UN Watch noted at the same time Iran, Cuba and China have been appointed to the Human Rights Council. Regimes that enable torture and mass executions. The nations were united on one issue, condemning Israel. Not only that, but to finish the year off on December 31st, the Times of Israel reported that UN asks World Court to weigh in on Israel, occupation, and annexation. So now the International Court of Justice will be investigating Israel in 2023. We can expect much more of this in 2023. Israel's new government has every intention of building up the Jewish communities in Judea and Samaria and stopping illegal Palestinian construction. The idea of the two-state solution put forward in the Oslo Accords in 1993 is already dead. If this significant building goes ahead as would be expected, Israel's foothold in the biblical heartland of Judea and Samaria will be much stronger. However, this will be controversial. The effects of this new government in Israel could be absolutely astounding from a Bible prophecy perspective. Now, the newly elected religious Zionist politician, Itamar Ben-Gvir, visited the Temple Mount in Jerusalem. A Jew visiting the site where the great Jewish temple once stood should hardly be controversial, yet condemnations poured in from all over the world. The Times of Israel reported, Jordan summons envoy, condemnations from UAE, Saudi Arabia, Egypt, calls to maintain status quo from US, Europe, Palestinian Authority, PM, plot to turn Al-Aqsa into a Jewish temple. Imagine if the Jews in Israel were to have a cleanse of the land as they did at the time of Judah's King Josiah, smashing idols and destroying false worship from the land. John Thomas wrote about this in Eureka as a prelude to Armageddon. To abolish the Greek and Latin superstitions in Jerusalem would set the frogs into violent activity, inflame the 200 millions of European papists with burning fanaticism, and throw the autocrat of all the Russias into fierce and furious paroxysms of wrath. Here, of course, John Thomas is referring to Revelation 16 in the sixth vial, where the unclean frog-like teachings go out into all the world and bring the nations against the Jewish development in the Holy Land. Revelation 17 says that all, the, all inhabitants of the earth have been made drunk with the wine of her fornication. 
At the time of the return of Jesus, the nations of the world will be intoxicated with the teachings of the false Roman church. In this intoxicated state, the nations move with violent activity against the regathered Jewish people. These ideas are rooted in the prophecy of Zechariah, where the prophet says, Behold, I will make Jerusalem a cup of trembling unto all the people round about, when they shall be in the siege both against Judah and against Jerusalem. And in that day will I make Jerusalem a burdensome stone for all people. All that burden themselves with it shall be cut in pieces, though all the people of the earth be gathered together against it. Zechariah 12, verses 2 and 3. Brown Driver Briggs' lexicon suggests the translation Goblet of Reeling for the King James Version's Cup of Trembling. This brings out the idea that the contents of the cup or goblet are intoxicating to the nations. This is the same idea we saw in Revelation. Jerusalem becomes a stumbling stone to them, which brings destruction upon all the nations that come against her to battle. The prophecy of Joel says that the nations will prepare war. The Hebrew here is kachu milchama, sanctify war. Drunk with intoxication, they will come against God's regathered people. Joel 3, 1 and 2 prophesies, For behold, in those days and at that time, when I shall bring again the captivity of Judah and Jerusalem, I will also gather all nations, and will bring them down into the valley of Jehoshaphat, and will plead with them there for my people and for my heritage Israel, whom they have scattered among the nations and parted my land. The ASV here says, I will execute judgment upon them there for my people and for my heritage Israel. The Almighty is to execute judgment upon the nations for how they have treated his people. As we head into 2023, this is becoming clearer and clearer. Isaiah 34 verse 8 says, For it is the day of the Lord's vengeance and the year of recompenses for the controversy of Zion. What time is the prophet talking about here? It is easy to see by noting the connection to the next chapter, a well-known vision of the beauty of the coming kingdom of God. Isaiah 35 verse 4 reads, Say to them that are of a fearful heart, Be strong, fear not. Behold, your God will come with vengeance, even God with a recompense. He will come and save you. The word vengeance in these two passages is the same Hebrew word. This is the time of the controversy of Zion. And it is looking like 2023 is going to be an important one concerning all the questions to do with Judah's land and Zion, the city of the great king. Please return every week to www.bibleinthenews.com for our weekly podcast. Also consider supporting this work by sharing Bible in the News with a friend. Thanks for listening. This has been David Billington with you.